0: This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash loot crate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. It's a brand new episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus walking dead podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk two more episodes of The Walking Dead, the final two episodes of season 10, Mm -hmm. episode 21 called Diverged, and stuff happens in that episode, but whatever. And then the main (laughs) event... Episode 22, here's Negan. I guess let's talk about episode 21 real quick, but yep. I thought this episode was weird, but let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, Daryl and Carol go their separate ways. Carol returns to Alexandria with Dog, and Daryl goes off into the woods, as Daryl is wont to do. Carol, wanting to feel useful, tries to make soup for the community with limited resources available. She also makes a mouse trap in an attempt to catch a rat that has been in the grain And also she fixes the solar panels that weren't working. In the woods, Daryl's motorbike breaks and he scavenges for vehicle parts to fix it. He then realizes he is unable to fix it without the knife that he had previously given to Carol. Daryl comes across a group of walkers wearing military gear, and he is able to kill them and take their supplies, including a knife that is needed to fix his bike. Daryl returns to Alexandria, and they ask each other about their difficult day. Their friendship is still strained, and they go their separate ways. Aurora, this just feels like we're in the middle of a pandemic. Everybody is split up. We can't film together. What are we going to do? I don't know. Right. We've run out of ideas. Let's just have a Carol and Daryl have a wacky day episode <laughs> of the zombie apocalypse.
1: <laughs> and I, this so was, listen.
0: this was almost like one of those early episodes of WandaVision uh, mm-hmm. where <laughs> it's like they've got to, we've got to make a dinner. The boss is coming over. Um, <laughs> except it's the zombie apocalypse, but it was very much like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't even know I if there's think, a lot to talk about but
1: I think that the problem is that the previous episode was so much different and then mm-hmm. they go to this episode and it's so mellow that the energy felt like it went down you know mm-hmm. Um, but I actually liked it I mean I didn't hate it
0: like I didn't mm-hmm. think it was like I wasn't watching this going like, oh, this is horrible. But I watched it and I was just like, okay, well, that was an episode of the show.
1: I mean, the reason why I liked it is because I think that if they were trying to portray how awkward it is when you fight with someone you love, Mm -hmm. they were successful. Yes. Because it was an awkward episode on both sides. Mm -hmm. And I think they were trying to convey that awkwardness between Daryl and Carol that you know they're like trying to cope with the fight and what Daryl said to her yes and I don't know I felt it I felt the awkwardness Mm -hmm. so that's why I liked it
0: I think yeah I wasn't really you know I probably should have focused more on that and Mm -hmm. I didn't though like I wasn't really looking at their relationship as much as like oh wow there's like not a lot happening here is there right. um like ultimately the things that happened to them which don't really amount to a whole lot other than kind of a crummy day for both of them was yeah. really about the strain in their relationship but i guess it felt so different from mm-hmm. most walking dead episodes to me that all i could focus on was how different it felt
1: right like
0: right. that's real like it's really weird um i got to say Uh, I really loved... (laughs) Honestly, my favorite interplay in this episode was between Carol and Dog.
1: It was amazing.
0: Uh, Because Carol is just... (laughs) I don't want to... I, it's almost impossible to, you'd have to like go listen to one of our other podcasts to be able to get the reference. But dog really reminded me a lot of Baron Zemo from Falcon on the winter soldier here. Mm-hmm. Aurora, chaos <laughs> is happening all around him and he is just sitting back, not helping at all. Like there's, there's a,
1: literally a scene where she's like trying to get the rat all over the, the, the garage and he's just yes. sitting there just looking.
0: <laughs> yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? He's just sitting there. Uh, she's constantly like, are you going to help or not? <laughs> um and he's like, no, nope, content to just sit here and watch it all happen. Like I the, rat at some runs, point she's- the I think the rat like runs by him and he just like looks at
1: it. Yeah. Like, eh. Yeah. And at some point she's like she looks at him and she's like, You're friends now with the rat? Like what's going on? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're just gonna help him escape. Um to be fair, that was a lot of fun. Uh yeah. I love the interplay there. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's just not a ton to talk about here. It was a, it was like a whole yeah. full 44 minutes, but I feel like we've covered everything. And it was sort of, it was indeed about like the strain in their relationship, especially mm-hmm. now with hindsight. Um, yeah. but, but I
1: have to say that yeah. one thing that I noticed, and I don't know, I mean, again, I, if it's anything related to Daryl and Carol, you, I dissect it as much as I can. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, just because I love them so much. Um but uh, one thing that I did notice is uh, there was one moment where she's like with dog talking mm-hmm. to him, and she says something like, "I should I can just leave. you know, I can just leave and leave Alexandria behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she also feels so conflicted with her part on the destruction of Alexandria. Yes, um, And she also feels awkward just being there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like talking like that, and we've seen Carol leave before. Like when, yes. when things that's kind of her MO right like mm-hmm. she gets uncomfortable something happens and she just leaves yep instead of confronting the problem yes. and the fact that she didn't and she stayed and she confronted Daryl when he came back mm-hmm. I think shows how much she loves him and yep. cares for him so mm-hmm. I noticed that I don't know if it's me just dissecting it too much but I, I yeah
0: <laughs> no um, no I think you're right um, and that's definitely a thing that Carol normally would do mm-hmm. um but yeah maybe she's fighting against that a little bit yep um no it, there's definitely there's definitely been um some advancement between like in their relationship I think it, it just felt weird I didn't even really notice the whole split up because of the pandemic thing at first mm-hmm. um but this was like the first episode where it really hit where it was just like oh they this really felt like we don't know what to do here right
1: she was literally just a Making, finding jerry
0: yeah like she there was jerry. nobody else yeah nobody else was there <laughs> jerry's the only one who lives in this town um and then it's like i'm gonna make soup i'm gonna make a mouse trap like that was it yeah. Yeah. um well, I'm curious to know how uh speaking of diverged, Aurora, I'm curious to see how far our scores diverged on this episode.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you, you want me to say my mine first? Absolutely. <laughs> I might be giving it a high score. A higher score than it deserves. Oh, okay. But again, please, anybody listening, just realize that I am a huge fan of Daryl Daryl and Carol. Yes. <laughs> so Eagerly this is awaiting affecting. Eagerly this waiting my score. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a four.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I I gave it like a three and a half.
1: Okay. So okay. It's not that bad.
0: No, it was, okay. I thought, I thought it was fine. It had some funny moments in it. It was just weird. I, <laughs> I teetered on maybe doing like three and a quarter, but the stuff with dog was really funny. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, you know what? For the doggo i'll give it a little and
1: you know what i would totally watch a cooking a carol cooking show with you know how to cook with (laughs) spoiled ingredients yes (laughs)
0: um
1: okay let's talk because those potatoes look gross (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah
0: um okay let's talk about uh the season 10 finale episode 22 called here's negan Okay, there's a lot here. Uh, With increasing tensions between Negan and Maggie, Carol decides to banish Negan to Leah's cabin for his safety. Negan reflects on his past, where he was a deadbeat and unfaithful husband to his wife, Lucille, who shares to him that she has cancer and asks him to stay until she dies. Negan refuses to give up on her and continues to treat her uh, as the apocalypse begins but he is forced to search for medicine when their stash is spoiled. Six weeks later, he meets a doctor named Franklin and his daughter Laura, who gives him medicine after hearing his story, but he is captured by a biker gang on the way home, and then is released with the medicine after giving up Franklin's location to them, but returns home only to see that Lucille has killed herself in his absence. After burning their house alongside Lucille, he returns to the biker gang, kills them, and rescues Franklin and Laura. In the present, he goes and finds his Lucille bat, uh, which is destroyed after killing a walker in self-defense. He then takes it back to Leah's cabin, burning the rest of the bat, and at peace with his past, he returns to Alexandria to accept whatever fate befalls him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Aurora, what did you think of the season 10 finale
1: it was excellent
0: yes it was
1: and uh, the fact that uh negan's wife is played by his real life wife Mm -hmm. just adds another layer of awesomeness to Mm -hmm. this episode
0: um that was something they did in supernatural i believe uh, or no, maybe it was one of their wives was in the show, but maybe not as their wife. Never mind. Continue.
1: Right, right. Uh, yeah, in Supernatural, one of their wives is a, a demon. Yes. Uh, in the show. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, <laughs> um, but I just Jeffrey Dean Morgan is such mm-hmm. a
0: good actor. He's so good. Yeah.
1: Every single time he speaks, I'm just like. Hypnotized mm-hmm. by his voice and the yep. way that he delivers lines. Mm-hmm. I just... The scene where he's uh, burning the bat and he's kind of like saying goodbye and apologizing to his wife. Yes. I was crying the whole time.
0: Yeah.
1: It was so beautiful and mm-hmm. I just... He did such an amazing job in this episode.
0: Yeah. He... Yep. This told the whole story about a guy who like went full circle a couple times. He wasn't exactly the best husband to his wife. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when he found out she was sick, he rededicated himself to her. And like like, they re... Like they fixed their relationship. And it may have been the apocalypse, but they seemed very happy together.
1: mm -hmm.
0: And like... when the medicine spoiled she didn't want him to go she wanted him to just stay until his time ran up but he couldn't do that like as soon as he heard there was some place with medicine he wanted to risk going to get it because anything to prolong his wife's life and he was talking about how the doctors like before the apocalypse happened was like you could beat this with like treatment and stuff so he Mm -hmm. was just convinced that if He did enough that, like, he wouldn't have to just wait there for her to die. But she just didn't want to be left alone. Alone. And she reluctantly lets him go. But obviously, at some point, she couldn't take it anymore and uh, ended her own life. And when he finally gets back, like, and all of that breaks her, like, that Mm -hmm. moment where I don't remember, there's like music playing and stuff, but he's just sitting on the floor next to the bed while like his zombie wife is like reaching for him and he's just gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he goes and murders all of those guys with um, like, you know, with like the bat he wraps the barbed wire around it. We get to see like the birth of the Lucille bat, which is obviously just his... Vengeance and his desire for revenge, but he then becomes a different person. Like the Negan in this episode was not like the lead of the Saviors, Negan. He was a right. very different person,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like that, like you saw the beginnings of that change into essentially like a cult leader, more or more than right, literally literally a cult of personality. Um, Mm -hmm. and they uh that that followed him, but you saw all the beginnings of that there, and then you come back here to see how all of that ends. He's older, he's grayer, he's imagining like younger Negan, like sitting in the room with him, Mm -hmm. um, and literally dismisses it and like takes the broken bat and then just burns it. And the apology, everything, it was. Tremendous! This is amazing. This is definitely up there with one of the best episodes ever of the show.
1: I agreed. I don't
0: know. I don't know if they would have done this with the pandemic. Like if Mm. it wouldn't be for the split up of everything. I feel like they would have anyway, because eventually they'd have to, eventually they would have to, to have a reckoning between Negan and Maggie. Right. Um, And Negan has changed so much, changed so much that I can't imagine them not, going back and showing you his story. So I, I assume that we probably would have gotten this either way. But mm-hmm. if this was sped up because of the pandemic, or if this happened at all because of the pandemic, there's at least one good thing that happened from the pandemic because <laughs> this episode was so good.
1: It was so good. I and loved it. I I mean, that final shot of him walking away and looking at Maggie, mm-hmm. they're just looking at each other. And yes. he kind of gives that this little smirk. Mm-hmm. It was so great. Yep. (laughs) Everything about this episode was just absolutely amazing.
0: I think he wants her to kill him, honestly.
1: I think so, too.
0: I feel like he thinks that he deserves it. And quite frankly, he probably does uh, to some degree or another. But he is a changed person now. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, you know, the weight of everything that's happened to him and everything he's done. um, Like, I feel like he's ready to just let go of it and right i i feel like that's what that smirk was like i don't think he was being an asshole to her
1: no i don't think he was being her. an asshole either i yeah. think it was more like you know i know i know that you're going to gonna come after me mm-hmm. like i know yep I, and i'm i'm ready i'm waiting yep. for you to do it mm-hmm. yep
0: um i mean i don't know if we have to say it aurora but i mean i gave this a 5 so
1: oh 100%
0: <laughs> we can't go higher than a 5 apparently but <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like I gave it a six. Um yes. I mean, we may as well. And whoever have, was in excellent. charge
1: of whoever was in charge of making him look younger deserves a, a, a yeah bad word.
0: They, they did an excellent job
1: because they did a very good job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I I also liked that we didn't we we got the background of you know the origin story of Lucille the bat. Yes. But also his jacket.
0: Yeah, his wife. Oh, that was a whole story, yeah. Like,
1: everything that makes him that villain that we saw first Mm -hmm. was uh, explained in this episode in a way that makes us feel like, oh, wow, okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That sucks. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Yeah, so it's, I mean, I obviously don't, you know, I still have some grudges against Negan because he killed Glenn um and everything that he did uh that was terrible but at the same time they've done such a good job to like make him like him and Mm -hmm. care for him and now i want him to like be normal in alexandria yes yes (laughs) (laughs) um
0: but yeah uh, a tremendous way to close out the season uh just a great uh, like anybody who's a fan of walking dead should watch this episode If you don't watch anything else, watch this one because it's totally worth... Such a good episode. Just go watch it already. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, our Walking Dead stuff isn't done yet, Aurora. We're late to the end of Season 10, but that just means we're right on time for the start of Fear the Walking Dead. (laughs) Um, Well, I guess we're actually... We're not starting it. We're still in the middle of Season 6 of Fear the Walking Dead because... Pandemic! Uh, But we'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, Before we do any of that, Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify, uh, where you can hit subscribe and come back next time uh, to hear more of Hear the Walking Dead. Uh, We also have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash cinemageekly, uh, if you want to go check that out. Uh, We are going to be talking about the return of Fear the Walking Dead. Aurora, I thought we were starting season six. Turns out we're just in the middle of season six the last time we watched an episode of this show, it was November of 2020. Wow. Uh, So that feels like a hundred years ago. It does. Uh, But the show is coming back. So we are going to come back next time to talk more fear, the walking dead, where we continue season six and we're going to be talking episode eight. It's called the door.